Welcome to the News Grubs podcast, a new and refreshing news format presented by the one and only Scotto, AP and The Fish. Hi everyone, welcome along to the News Grubs, the podcast that, like LSD, expands your mind. <laughs> Joining me as usual are Fishy and AP. Hi guys. Uh, hey Scotto. How G'day are we Scott. all? Ah, this week we're looking at a man who called police to check on his meth purchase. (laughs) Seems a bit of an odd thing to do. Uh, A comedian who loses it when his audience says he isn't funny. No, that's Um, (laughs) it. Yes, I remember that. Uh, Britain's first man, oh sorry, best man cave uh, has to come down. I'm looking forward to that one. But first, millennial employees are leaving Facebook in droves. Fishy, what's the story? Because this is up up your alley. You're our tech expert. Thank you. As you recall, shares uh, of Facebook and Instagram's uh, parent company, Meta, Mm -hmm. have plummeted Uh, more than 40% wouldn't even uh, use them as toilet paper. Beg your pardon? You wouldn't even use them as toilet paper now. No. Well, I I do use it as toilet paper now. Fair enough. And some employees are so saddened by (laughs) their shares going underwater, effectively, Mm -hmm. Um that uh, they're uh, looking at the uh, exit door, Ooh. and uh, and they're just they just want to get out of the joint because um, all the trimmings and all the uh, all that all that extra stuff that was there to lure them, you know that uh, all those incentives, yes, and all that stuff that's all gone because the company's trying to save money, right? Oh, is it? I thought it was just because yeah. their share price is down the toilet. Well, it's they're saving money as well. Because I, I so, see here for an example, sorry to interrupt you, if I yeah. just might put it in perspective for the listener. For of example, course. and I'm using this as an example from this particular story, a Meta employee who was given $100,000, in American dollars, uh, worth of restricted stock units around the company's September stock peak would now be left with roughly $57,000. So they were going to get a, a, a stock um, incentive, and yeah. they're thinking, great, 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 going to make millions. Oh, down the dunny. Would you really walk away from the potential of making millions just because the stock price has dropped 40%? Isn't there hope that it'll go up 40%, 50, 60, 70? Especially since they've been, since A, they've rebranded, and B, they're pushing this metaverse thing and pouring a lot of money into it. That doesn't stock. I've got a mild understanding of investment only, share investing and things like that. Stock you buy for its, its. Uh, potential capital gain and everyone, you know, prays for that. Doesn't stock have dividends? No, or not so much in America's stock, no. American stock doesn't dividend. No, it's, not, all, not, it's all about capital growth. Most of it is. They, they do pay a very small dividend, but on the whole, it's predominantly capital growth, yes. Because the tax um, effectiveness of dividends are just out of out of whack. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and I agree with that. But the problem is, if your stock's plummeted 40%, and let's face it, it's going down the toilet like there's no tomorrow... Um, and not just them, in fairness, it is you know, a lot of tech companies are doing the same. Microsoft, for argument's sake, is down 10.3% so far for the year. Um, mm. You've got to think to yourself, if you're one of those uh, high-flying, highfalutin uh, millennials who's only ever seen it go up, I mean, you'd be just, you would be just crawling into the little hole safe space that mm. um, they have at one of these places. Just, you'd be just curled up in a ball. So one young uh, geniuses have uh, uh, never seen anything but the booming correct Correct. yeah that's right one employee said uh leaving this crap place that says it all doesn't it it just sums it all up but by the same token uh, fishy where uh, the stock price has gone down there 
what uh, can happen, uh, I notice in this particular story, is that other companies are losing people because they're going to go across to Meta yeah. uh, in the expectation that their stock price is uh, down the toilet now, but it will go up. And the Meta people are leaving and going to those companies that just lost the employees that went to Meta. So I'm not sure that they're all out of um, uh, trouble anyway. But interestingly enough, I, I see, though, that uh, they've come to the conclusion that maybe, rather than just relying on stock bonuses to, uh, to keep these people, they're actually starting to think about cash, money, real yeah. money. Remember when the internet boom took off the first time? There was two phases of it. I was going to say, I can barely remember back that far, and and so many times it's gone. And one of the uh, fashionable things to do uh, for these corporations was to give uh, food away for free. You could eat there for free, effectively. Mm Mm-hmm. You can, uh, I don't know, you can use other facilities and so forth and a free place to park your car and all the rest of it, all these perks. Yes. Uh, And I think it's wrong because people expect that. They expect it and they compare it to uh, other companies that that don't offer those sorts of things and the other companies might in fact be a better company, a better proposition for an investor, better proposition for an employee to work at and uh, and they may not have those perks. But then the shitty companies that uh, want to <clears throat> entice uh, uh, you know, the best engineers, for example, mm-hmm. code writers and so forth, uh, they try to lure them with all these uh, perks and, and whatnot. And then what happens? When the stock price goes down a mere 40%. <laughs> That's nothing. Nothing. <laughs> They want to abandon ship. Isn't it typical of the younger generation? One little bit of bad news and they want to go. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Uh, but I see, though, where um, the, 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 uh, the firms are, as I say, starting to um, uh, pay cash. And let's face it, it's not as if they're short of cash. I'm looking here. The top five uh, tech firms have collectively $345 billion of net cash. That's like... You know, going down to the bank and writing a cheque for $300 billion and uh, hand it over to the little girl behind the teller and she goes, certainly, sir, would you like that in 50s or 20s? No problems at all. I mean, that's a lot of money. A staggering amount of cash. Um, But it's not just uh, Meta uh, that's in trouble. As I said before, uh, Microsoft is in a spot of bother. Netflix, well, I mean, they've tanked a measly 33.9% for the year. Zoom's down, well, I mean, they're, they're not even worth talking about. But there's a lot of little ones that are now um, starting to uh, be able to recruit this talent because they're now going to start offering them deals as well. So where did, um, they're where poaching people. Think, where do people think that the Zoom stock was going to go once people could start meeting face-to-face again? Do they think we were just going <laughs> to stay, you know, just little lemmings in our homes and just, just you know, zoom in to a meeting. Well, AP, maybe maybe they thought that uh, the springboard or the safety net was going to be the metaverse, not meeting face to face anymore. It could be, but you got to you got to remember though, AP. Um, uh, Joe, uh, Sleepy Joe, Uncle Joe, Sleep or Sleepy Uncle Joe Biden and mm. uh, Xi Jinping uh, in China. They zoomed the other day, so they're still out there doing it. Your, your leaders, your heads of state are still it, doing is, it. Is the word Zoom becoming a generic term to describe Skyping as well? Oh, I would imagine. I think so. Because there's a lot, of, a lot of these video services. And uh, I think Zoom's become that fashionable word, like let's Google something. Or, or let's uh, you know break out the Hoover, even though nowadays it'll be the Dyson to represent the cleaning of something. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... Um, 
so interesting. So I wonder, I mean, I just can't begin to imagine how devastated these little millennials are going to be. They're just, they, as I say, they're literally going to be crawling into balls and, and just Well, Scotto, crying. let's just watch this space. <gasps> Now, if you listen to 911 calls in America, you get some interesting calls. You get some interesting problems. People ringing for a variety of reasons. You know, sometimes to order pizza, um, sometimes to save somebody's life because they know that if they ring that number, pretend to be ordering pizza, the uh, operator can understand it and send around people and, I, uh, and save I them heard, from a disaster. I heard one where someone rang to report Facebook was down. Well, exactly. I mean, that's the sort of thing that happens. And it's, True. Uh, but it's not just that sort of uh, thing that's a problem. It's not those sort of idiots in particular. Because I would suggest that a Florida man has taken being an idiot to a whole new level. He allegedly, and when I say allegedly, I think we have to say that. We know that he did No, I don't him. think we have to say that. Well, I, I think I'm it's sorry, a laid-down museum. I'm just, I'm, well, it is a laid-down museum. But I, I'm, for some reason, they've put allegedly in the story, so I have to run with that, I'm afraid. Right. Called police with a peculiar request. Yes. Uh, police from uh, Hernando County Sheriff's Officer. Oh, officer, sorry. Said that Thomas Eugene Colchi... Eugene was a a little bit concerned about the drugs he had recently purchased. (laughs) Pronunciation police there, Colucci. Oh, Colucci, is it? I'm sorry. I apologise, Mr. Colucci. Um, So, what's the if if you go and buy some drugs, right? And particularly crystal meth. Now, we're talking a quality product here. And you think to yourself, geez, I wonder if that's a bit how you're going. Uh, Because I might have bought it from some dodgy drug dealer. Yeah. Is the first thing you're going to do ring to, is to ring the police department, your local no, police department, not. and ask them to come round and uh, no. check on it no. to see if it's be, uh, right or not? I'd be ringing some of my meth head friends and uh, get them to come around and see what we can do about it. Maybe, they, maybe they're prepared to taste it, try it. Could uh, be, could be. Uh, maybe they're not. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. they just want to smell it. But at least I wouldn't ring the cops. It'd be the last people you'd ring. Well, you would have thought so. He tested it himself, but he was a bit worried whether it was bath salts because it didn't give him the high that he's used to. So clearly he's done this before. He then dug himself the big hole by ringing the cops and told them he was an experienced drug user who had used meth before and therefore knew what it should feel like. So he showed the uh, plods, two small uh, bags containing white crystal-like substance, handing it over to one of the officers present. <laughs> and uh, not only did uh, Colucci want to have the uh, purchase tested for authenticity, he really, this is, this is the bit I really liked, he wanted to keep others from buying fake drugs. What a, what nice... a guy. What a human. Wow. What a human being. What a guy. Uh, and he wanted to uh, get the police to put the person in trouble for selling mm. it to him in the first place. But unfortunately, he couldn't remember who the bloke was and, or provide any details from it. So now, you would think, okay, it's going to be a bit, uh, how are you going? Cops are probably going to test it all and say to him, mate, here it is. It's actually genuine real life meth. Off you go. Can I just can I just play a little soundtrack of what I think he was hoping the cops would say? Yes. You ready? Yes. Hey, this is some good shit. <laughs> 
I think that's what he was hoping for, yes. You know yes. what what gets me is he said to the cops that the high that he got from this substance that he bought, mm-hmm. which which he was doubting was actual meth, mm-hmm. but he got a high which is which is not normally the high he's used to. Correct. So it's a level of high that he got. So if he was correct at the beginning and they were bath salts, why doesn't he just go and buy bath salts, take double dose, and save all that money that you waste on actual crystal meth? Oh, because I think once you've had meth, you just don't go back. And he and think? smell bright. Well, that's it's, true. He would. He smell like a rose. He would indeed. Interestingly Le- enough, though, the um, uh, police uh, actually did test it for him and uh, confirmed that it was, in fact, genuine, good quality crystal meth. Yes. And you know where it ended up? Uh, for them or him? For, for both Exhibit A. Yes, exactly. It is, in fact, uh, was in fact uh, Exhibit A at the uh, Hernando County Detention Centre where he was on uh, charges of possession of uh, methamphetamine and two counts of possession of drug paraphernalia. In know, Scotto, um, there's no law against stupidity. There but should be. There <laughs> should be, mate. There really, really should be. I wish there was a fourth charge on the list there. Yeah. Dickhead. Being an idiot, being a dickhead. <laughs> yes, exactly. So there it is, boys and girls. Don't ring the cops to get your crystal meth. Now, being a comedian and a stand-up comedian at that is not particularly an easy job, as you would well know, Fishy, because you used to be a stand-up comedian once. Yep, yep. And, um, you know, you were heckled and you got all the rest of it as well. In fairness, right. most of that did come from me. Um and everyone I knew, for that matter. But that's not the point. It's a difficult thing. Now, AP, you, you sort of claim to be a bit of a, um, a, a laughing comedian kind of a guy, don't you? Have, have you? If I asked you to tell me a funny joke right this second, would you be able to do it? Yeah. Well, look, look, what's the difference between a vegan and a computer programmer? Absolutely no idea. One is disgusted by a rack of lamb, and the other is disgusted by a lack of ram. Right. Okay. Let's just carry on don't, here. Don't all laugh at once. <laughs> We're trying not to. There's a very good reason why we won't. All right, anyway, so uh, a video has emerged uh, showing a stand-up comedian uh, losing his cool uh, for not laughing his, at his jokes. Um, now, this guy's name is, of course, AP. And AP oh. was... No, it's not. Sorry. No, I'm kidding. No. Oh, hush. Hush. Oh. You to put out these flames. <laughs> Oh, my belly, so sore from laughing. Um, anyway, this guy is um, – uh, oh, actually, let's just listen to the, the, the uh, some audio. Mm, and, yeah. uh, and Because he, he's – you know, we haven't, we're not going to hear any of his jokes as, star, as such. But this is where he's uh, – he's been heckled. He's all the rest of it, and he's – the crowd is just not a happy, happy crowd. So let's have a little listen and see whether we can uh, find out a bit more about the story. So I've done this for 10 years – and it worked for 10 years, but this one night is the night I'm going to realize, oh, every other audience was wrong, and you're right. Maybe I'm not funny right now, but I don't think you're the one who's going to derail this. I moved fucking 3,000 miles, gave up my life, toured the Europe for four years, and for some reason right now, you think you're not funny, f*** off. Well, maybe you should accept this isn't the easiest f***ing gig in the world. I'm not Corridor. Thank you guys in the back. I'm in a 
The lights are on. Everyone's here in work parties. It's hard. I'm trying. You don't like it. You f off. I'm f***ing trying, lady. Stop swearing. It's comedy. If you wanted a clean comedy show, go to a clean comedy show. You don't get to dictate what happens. All right, the show will continue now. Now, interestingly enough, oh, pardon me, you have to swear at a comedy show. I never knew that before. No. It's a prerequisite for you comedy. Don't. You can only say you swear don't. words. And, and apparently lambasting your audience is another you know, critical factor in being a funny guy. He, look, he handled it incorrectly in my opinion I agree. Look, you always are going to get a heckler and you've got to have thick skin as a comedian you've got to have your comeback lines ready to fire back you've got to involve the audience as well especially if you've got a difficult heckler who won't pipe down you can turn the audience against that person and then they end up controlling that person there's, there's different techniques and but but i think to stand up there and say that you've been doing comedy for 10 years and this is the first time an audience basically has, hasn't has liked your act. Yes. And then you start lecturing the audience. Mm -hmm. To me, that's that's poor form. You, mm. you, don't, you don't make it about you. Well, you can make it about you if, if you're prepared to make fun of yourself, but you don't make it about you about being a victim. It strikes me that um, he's actually just not very good at his job, at his chosen profession. I mean, we yeah. didn't hear any of the jokes, um, but and it, it wasn't just one heckler by the sound of it. From what I can no. gather of this story, uh, it was basically um, the entire audience was just sitting there going, um, boring. Dumb feeling, yeah. Boring. Dumb as They're probably, they're probably used to, to actual comedy. Well, that's right. That's probably yeah, he, where it's gone. He was getting some pity clapping from the back of the room. There was a little bit I noticed. That to me is even more sad. Oh, I think that's pathetic. It is. And you'll notice his tone was very aggressive. Hmm. Even though he was trying to explain himself, it was an aggressive confrontational type of tone. Yes. That does not help. And I think he's probably been looking at there's some other Stephen Holster or some other comedian. Um, he's, uh, that's probably not his name, but something like that. But he seems to be incredibly famous on uh, YouTube um, for uh, taking on hecklers. I've never actually heard him tell a joke. Oh, there, there, there's some excellent comedians who have incredible uh, comeback lines in their holsters. Yes, this is he isn't one of them. Right, no, he's definitely not one of no, them. No, I mean, uh, the other guy as well. Yes, Jimmy Carr, on the other hand, is fabulous at it. Yes, absolutely. I just can't understand his laugh, which takes makes it... But anyway, clear. look, the uh, the story basically goes that... Uh, in fact, the story basically uh, is about the audio that you've just heard. Yep. And the audio just speaks literally a thousand words. I mean, if we, we just played the audio instead of actually even speaking, I think the listener would have understood the entire story. Yeah, basically we're lazy, aren't we? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> has killed we, five minutes, though. It has. Oh. <laughs> Got to be happy with that. Sixty-nine-year-old Graham Wilden. I'm not familiar has, with him. Has built a, uh, I think it's a 20,000-square-foot... 10,000. 10,000 square foot. Sorry, I doubled the size. I was dreaming. <laughs> Uh, 10,000 square foot man cave. Uh, some of the features is a dual bowling alley. Oh. Uh, there's a roulette wheel, oh. full casino. Uh, there's a bar, some squash courts, uh, a cinema. 
And oh. AP, to put it in perspective, there's a yep. photograph on the, in, in this article, an aerial yes. shot of the, of the structure, and it looks like a high school. It looks like well, it looks like a distribution warehouse or something. It's got, <laughs> it's got some square footage on it, I can tell it's you. It's huge. And then you have a look at this guy, and he doesn't strike me as the dictionary definition of a party animal. He's there yeah. in a grey suit. Yes. Uh, with uh, some French collars uh, and a red tie. He's smiling as he holds his bowling ball. Uh, he's got uh, one hand in another picture on his um, roulette wheel. He belongs on the board of directors of some company. That's, That's probably right. why I was able to build it. Well, I'd, hell say, of a yeah, gym. Yeah, I'd say his uh, shareholders' uh, his fee or whatever his directors' fees have uh, paid for some of this. But he has built. A fabulous man cave. Now, if I built a man cave, and I've had a couple of uh, goes during COVID, mm-hmm. as you I know, remember it. I've converted my roof space into a, a, an attic. And a train set? A, a area, train sets, slot cars, electronics stuff uh, everywhere. Uh, I've got a, a garage, which is um, largely uh, of, of you know largely set aside for me with all sorts of stuff there. But... If I was going to build a man cave, I would probably store cars. I'd have a hoist. I'd have the checkered yes. tile floor. Obviously, there's a bar, and there's a bar in the background behind his roulette wheel, which yeah. is very impressive. He's got the old English pub carpet uh, down too that I'm also slightly jealous of because oh, it gives it a good look and feel. Doesn't it? However, gentlemen, uh, he's gone to all this trouble. Uh, he's thought of everything mm-hmm. except the planning permission for the building. Oh, oh no. Oh, I bugger. Know. Uh, so uh, he got to the Court of Appeal last year um, after obviously refusing the first time to tear it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was given a suspended prison sentence uh, for failure to remove uh, the structure. The minor minor addition to his house. Yes, and uh, by the 10th of March this year, he was told he had to uh, get rid of it or face jail time. The deadline's passed. Oh, no. And uh, but the thing's been around for uh, let me do my maths here eight years, so the, uh, the the battle's been going on for eight years. So he's he's got a six week suspended jail sentence, and it absolutely has to go. And the, in the that in was, the judge, a, a lady judge. Said that's that right, Lady me. Justice Lang said that the council couldn't prove whether Wilden could afford to tear the building down. Yeah, that was interesting. Lose his assets fully. Um, Wilden, she said, was entirely the author of his own misfortune and said that there was a, a reasonable basis, in inverted commas, uh, to believe that he was a very wealthy man. And now I'm looking at his man cave and, I, and also the aerial shot of it, and uh, I'm, I'm convinced he's a man of means myself. Not much of a house, though, in fairness. Who cares? It's a man cave. That fickle. You know, there's a, a trend, uh, particularly in Australia, I've noticed, with uh, people who've got a few dollars... To not seek council permission to uh, make extensions to their houses or to, you know, modify a property without approval from the council or whatever, right? Yes. And they do it knowing that the worst it's going to get for them is uh, a a bit of a scrap perhaps in court Mm -hmm. and they end up getting to keep uh, all the changes uh, to the land and they end up getting retrospective approval from the council. Often that happens. I'm going to Often. say probably not in this particular instance. No, not in this instance. I'm no. going to say. No. Um, 
But I wonder how long he might go to jail for, because English courts are renowned for being very lenient on actual criminals, oh, he's, he's but being particularly twice. harsh on everyone else. He's failed twice to do as he's told. And, and if he look, if he doesn't have, if he, if he doesn't have the actual money to do it, he's obviously got property he can sell. Well, he's so got a man to, cave. Yeah, but to to, to sell that, he'd need uh, approval. Wouldn't That's he? true. He's in a dilemma, isn't he? It's a catch yes. twenty two. Uh, he argued in the past that he did not need planning permission for the construction. I'm not quite sure on what basis. Uh, and that having to pull this structure down, the the luxury leisure complex. Uh, as uh, one would say, would ruin him and force him to lay off 40 staff. That's it. So he's got 40 people working in this thing? (laughs) Is that right? That's That's the way I read it. That's a business enterprise. That's not a man cave. I would would think that he he, he runs a business aside of this whole thing, Uh, and that's what he's talking about because he doesn't have 40 people working in his man cave. What do they do? You know, work on their ten pin bowling. Well, they'd have to have a you know somebody running the bowling alley, somebody to running the bar. They'd have to be oh, there's a cinema in it. So he did a um, cinematographer, right. cinematographer, a, cinematographer, and a, ticket collector, ticket collector. Uh, someone was bring the popcorn, the vomit. Oh, and the vomit exactly. Um, it's got the uh, the the gym, so he'd need a couple of gym uh, people there, I imagine. Security on the door. Several cleaners. <laughs> um, all sorts of stuff. I don't know whether the, uh, the, the I'm looking at a photo of him standing in front of I'm assuming his house, and then it goes in behind to the um, to the um, leisure centre, the complex. He's got a court. casino, of course. We don't forget that. Well, he's probably making a fortune out of that. Um, but I've got to say that his bungalow looks very, very modest. It is a tiny, tiny little bungalow. I'd say what's happened is he's just started out building a little man shed, like a little tiny one, little yeah. little addition onto the garage, and then um, it's just got a bit, well, carried away, frankly. Yes. So it'd be interesting that to tends, see. That tends to happen, doesn't it? Well, exactly. I mean, yeah, I, I'm it's obviously like car, doing it. Car hoarders. Hmm. They, they buy a shell of a car hoping to renovate it, and yep. restore it, yep. and that day never comes. No. But in the meantime, they've bought another four, yes. four cars yep. Yep. In, in, in states of disrepair and rusting and whatever. Mm. And then before they know it, their entire backyard, in fact, they've bought the neighbour's property mm-hmm. so they can buy another 50 cars. And then the entire backyard and the neighbour's backyard is, is, is just 200 cars. Is there mm. anyone in particular you're thinking about when you state that? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I know where you're going with that. <laughs> and I'm not giving you the satisfaction. Oh. Well, that's it for this week, everyone. Join us next time. We'll have more stories from around the globe that will get those little brain neurons of yours buzzing. And remember to subscribe to us on uh, all your favourite podcast service, I would I imagine would be the best term to use. Feel free to leave a comment on uh, our Twitter and Facebook pages or drop us a line at mail at newsgrubs.com. Uh, and on that note, we'll see you all again soon. Bye, guys. See you, Scotto. See you, Scotto. Have fun, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to the News Grubs. We'll be back next week.